Jupiter expands everything. It makes it bigger than life. And Uranus just says, oh, you think it's going to be that? Wait a minute. Hold my beer. And it just comes up with something total, totally unbelievable. Totally unbelievable. Don't wow. laugh at me. <laughs> no, I love the hold my beer. That's... That is, I don't know. That's funny to me. Well, that's that's a perfect way of explaining yeah. it. I'm- Welcome to Hey You Know It. My name is Jaquetta Sotmar, and I'm here with my co-host, Katie Kazmier. Hey You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is or how it should be. You can listen to Hey You Know It on iTunes, a new episode every Monday. And here they are, Jaquetta and Katie. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Hey You Know It. Today uh, is a special show. We have a special guest with us. Her name is Cecilia, and she is from Tarot by Cecilia. Some of you may know that on other shows, we've had astrologers and we've had tarot readers, but Cecilia merges them both into her show. So it's fascinating. It's in-depth, and we're going to learn a lot more about what she does. So welcome, Cecilia. Hey, everyone. A couple of years ago, I kind of stumbled across you. I think it was um, something that you had posted on Facebook. Some, I wanted to learn a little bit more about tarot cards and the symbol, the symbolism and what they mean. And instead of just studying them myself, I thought, geez, this is perfect. You had to have a thing called tarot card of the day, where each day you pull a card and then you have a written message and an audio message about what's going on for the day. Um, So I started listening and I was like, wow, this is really in depth. This is really, I mean, it was really fascinating. So what, can you tell us a little bit more about you and uh, how you learned about uh, reading tarot cards? Oh, that goes way, way back. I'm much older than you guys, first of all. Um, (laughs) When I was a little girl, my parents took my brother and I to the Mardi Gras in New Orleans. And we were in the French Quarter, and they always used everything as kind of like a learning experience. And the part that in my older years kind of blew my mind was that we were raised Catholic. And yet our parents took us into an occult shop in the French Quarter and allowed us each to pick something out. And that was where I picked up my first deck of cards. And I used to sneak it into school and read for my friends, but I didn't like it. They all come with instructions and how to read. I never, ever have followed a guidebook or a spread or whatever. But even way back then, when I was just a kid, all my friends were coming back to me and going, I can't believe what you told me came true. <laughs> You know, it was just funny in a way, you know, doing it at that time. But I've this has been like 50 years now I've been been reading. So. Oh, wow. So you really are self-taught, so to speak. You you just kind of. Yeah, I just a couple of times I've tried buying books, but they didn't mean anything to me. Uh, I there's I can't explain it, but the symbolism in some of the cards, like different decks bring out different things. And I would just say, you know, on such and such a day, this is going to happen. And just weird things would happen. It would just be there. And I can't explain it. It's just there. (laughs) 
Oh, wow. So I so, have to ask, uh, what was it about the, the deck that attracted you to it? And how long did you kind of hold on to that deck? Or do you still do you still have it? I do not have it. Unfortunately, it got lost like in the garage somewhere many years later and wound up being ruined. Um, but it was just probably whatever caught my eye. It was something labeled a witch's deck, which I believe is still available. When you look on Amazon or any other place, I think you can find it for like $7.95. It's one of the cheapest decks out there. Mm-hmm. So maybe I was told I could purchase by price. I don't remember. <laughs> all I know is that I looked at it and I was like, well, I don't know what all this mumbo jumbo is that they have on this paper. But I just started putting the cards down and telling my friends what I saw. I love that idea because there's supposed to be a level of intuition involved. And I do think the books can take that away from you. Yes, actually, they can. I've had a lot of people who wanted to practice, who offered to read for me over the years. And, you know, it's like you get excited. Even me, I get excited. I don't read for myself. So if someone says, well, can I read for you? I'm like, well, that'd be great. Right. But then it sounds to me like they're reading from a book. And then I'm disappointed. So I just kind of say, oh, that's okay. You don't have to. But <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm seriously, yeah. And I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but they just go to the book and they stick to what the book says. And it, Yeah, it I mean, matter. anyone could do that. And you're asking them to read, to give you a personalized reading, not just, you know, what someone has told them from a book. Yeah, it's very hard. So, so you were giving your friends readings and things and you were, they were telling you you were spot on. When did you start doing it professionally? Make it, turning it into a business? Actually, that's only been in the, like the fact last five or six years. I want to say back in 2015. Oh, a wow. friend of mine, a friend of mine was like, why don't you do readings for people? I'm like, well, I just read for people. I don't, yes, but you need to do this. People need to know. I was like, okay, let me think about it. You know, so I did. And I'll be honest with you, I mean, 50 years ago, there wasn't internet. There wasn't all of this that's available to you now. There weren't the tarot decks that are available to you now. It's amazing. You can see things, what's in a deck before you buy them. And Way back then, you had no clue what was inside that box or if that deck was going to resonate with you. So it's really come a long, long way. Were you doing any readings in person before you started your internet business? Oh, yeah. I I read for people all the time, you know, off and on. And people would, um, you know, ask me, especially within the family, like, can you come over and read for so-and-so? And they'd have a friend come over. And I had a friend who was a reader who did work professionally. And I'd go visit with her and we'd read for each other. I was always reading, but I just never thought to do it as, you know, reaching out to everyone everywhere. And I'm fascinated by being able to do this, to be honest with you, because it gives me the opportunity um, to help quite a few people, really. That's one of the things that touched me the most about it was the fact that I could help people. How did you get into the astrology aspect of it? Mm. Let me go back to the beginning of doing it online. When I first started, I was just going to do the one post a day, the tarot card of the day. And I was like, okay. 
And I'm the kind of person, I don't want to miss a day. I was in the hospital last year and I didn't miss a day. I made sure everything was done, scheduled and all of that. So I was like, all right, how are you going to do this? And I started doing the cards and figuring out what they were going to be for the days to come. And as I was doing it, I said, look at this. This is not just random. This is a journey. And if you ever listen to them daily, as Katie says she does, you realize that it is. It's like it tells you kind of what's going on. Then I started putting it together with, well, I know this is going on over here. We have a full moon or we have this aspect happening. And this coincides with, you know, these two planets conjuncting today or something. And it just all started to gel. And I was just like, okay, we just got to put it all together. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. I've never heard of anybody that just kind of put it all together in that way. That's, that's really interesting. I think oh. one of the things that's, uh, you know, kind of throws people off with astrology and tarot is the idea that you'd never be able to understand enough to be organized enough to, to, to do either one of the things separately, but then they try to put them together. Although there must be a link between the two. I believe so. Um, you know, because I think a lot of the same impulses are there, what you're trying to do with the astrology and what you're trying to do by reading the tarot. Yeah, I firmly believe so. Now, a lot of people out there know this because I have mentioned it in the daily readings that I do. I have actually, I did them, I think back in August, I was done. I have already pulled all of my cards for 2021. I know what they are. They're recorded in a book. I have no idea what is actually happening on that day. But when I get to that day and I'm recording them ahead of time, sure enough, there's going to be something there that coincides with it. It just fascinates me. <laughs> I have no idea, but they're already picked. I was going to ask you about that because as I was looking over the cards of the day, I was wondering, is there a specific order? No, that you're going no ev everything I do is very random. I do mm -hmm. not say, let me choose a card for the day. I literally shuffle the cards. I do different decks each month and there, there's, it's, it's just random. It is completely random. And yet when the time comes to do that reading, it fits. It makes sense to me. And it seems like you have this this other gift. It seems like you're talking directly to me. <laughs> and I've seen other comments from other uh, followers who are saying the same thing. It seems to be almost custom made to everyone, yet that reading is accessible to everyone. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that, <laughs> I could retire. <laughs> I could retire. I mean, is there any way, I mean, I've been trying, I've been turning it around in my mind, like how, how can that be? Is it something about like the energy that this is what is guiding everybody? And so it, that's why it seems so. I believe so. Even though all of our stories are completely different and totally unique, I feel as though there are themes that are going on in everyone's lives. And we're all affected. That's where the astrology part comes in. And I don't get into, and to talk about the astrology for a moment, I don't get into it the way people who are like, you know, those astrology cliques when they get together 
and they're predicting what's going to happen and everything. And then they're wrong. And I'm like, well, that was a big letdown. <laughs> but <laughs> I, seriously, and to me, it, I, I always call it astrobabble. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Susan Miller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so many, so many people follow Susan Miller. And one of the reasons is, is that she doesn't do astrobabble. She talks to everyone and she says, you know, like, you know, your sign is Aries or Pisces or whatever. And this is what is happening for you. And, you know, you can relate to parts of what she says, but she doesn't go, oh, my, this is here. My that is there. And da, da, da. I, I get all like, do these people realize how they sound to people who have no clue what they're talking about? It just seems silly to me. So I try to take it with the approach that, you know, we'll talk about what's happening and how it affects us, but not with charts and diagrams and things of that nature, because I think that's too confusing for the average person. I agree. And if people are out there considering listening to the podcast, please do. I could understand everything that you were saying. I don't know anything about astrology, but I know the signs. I know a little bit about the planets. And so, you know, with that limited knowledge, you're able to explain everything, you know, in, in terms that I can understand. And I appreciate that because astrology seems really uh, just beyond a lot of people's comprehension. You know, one of the really nice things that I kind of got a sense of is how all of your, your readings are segmented. So it's either the day, the week, the month, or whatever is happening. And I feel like having them in these bite-sized readings, it kind of gives people a lot of hope, especially if they're going through a difficult time. Um, because you talk about things happening in cycles, and you're saying, you know, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be going through this kind of energy. So, you know, buckle up or just wait for it to pass. It's okay. It's only energy. And I feel like that gives people a lot of hope. I think that is important to remember because, you know, sometimes energies, they can get you down and you don't realize it. And then you call a psychiatrist and they give you a medication that only makes you feel worse. It's a vicious cycle that's taking place in our society. And I try to tell people, you know, this is why you're feeling this way. If you let this pass, you'll find in a couple of days, there's something going on that's going to give you more optimism and you're going to park right back up. You know, there's no need for all of that. It's, it's difficult to understand where, when we're in it, you know, to pick yourself up from that place and to have an optimistic outlook. And I think sometimes I make people crazy because I do remain that way, but I think it's better. It is. Cause I never really thought of, um, you know, when planning out my own life, I don't know about other people, but I think about it in terms of like years, like this is what I want to accomplish in a year and it can be overwhelming, but sometimes you think, Hey, let's break it down to a season or even just a couple of weeks. And everything becomes a little bit more manageable. So that's that's like one um, one of my takeaways from listening to your your um, listening to the tarot card of the day and the week and month. So I have a kind of something on that because this year has been extremely tumultuous, and I mm -hmm. feel like a lot of the uh, planning and the coping mechanisms that people usually employ didn't seem to either work this year. People didn't feel they could uh, apply them. So as, as we're getting ready to look, to look forward, um, what can you, what can you tell us maybe a little bit about how things may be, be different in 2021? 
Mm. In order to do that, we have to start with the moment that this podcast airs. December is our key month of the, of the of this year, of 2020. And right as we get to the middle of the month, and many of you have heard me speak of the pandemic, and that in the second half of December, you know, like when we've gotten to the holidays, it's not that it will be gone, but there will be good news that surrounds it. Something just feels really good there. So what's happening? Um, my understanding is this air is on the 14th of December. I want to say to everyone, new moon blessings, because on December 14th, we will have a new moon total solar eclipse at 23 degrees Sagittarius, bringing in optimism and new horizons. And total solar eclipse, I mean, they don't usually happen that often. We're actually going to have one again in 2021, happening on December 4th again as a total solar eclipse in Sagittarius. But I'm really jumping ahead there. Or is this something something that we'll be able to, to see? Mm, I don't think this one, if I remember the last time we had one that was visible in the U.S. was a couple years ago. And I think the next one's like 2024 that is visible in the U.S., if I'm not mistaken. But you can always watch them online. There's plenty of live streams of eclipses. Oh, now, I didn't know that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, there's plenty of them out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm always fascinated by the fact that you have astrology and you also have astronomy. And astronomy pays, plays a big part in what is happening in the month of December. And we'll get to that in, in a minute here. But okay. on the 17th of December, Saturn will be moving into Aquarius. Now, any of you Aquarians out there may remember that back on March 21st, Saturn moved into your sign and was there until July the 1st. And it may have caused a few, you know, speed bumps for you there that gave you some issue. And then it went back into Capricorn. And that's what everyone has been dealing with for this entire year is Capricorn energy everywhere. We had Saturn, we had Jupiter, we had, um, I'm going to forget now, right? Because I have to remember. And we also had Pluto. And I want to say that there was one other, but it's, it's been too much. It's like an overload of Capricorn. So that's going to be shifting in mid-December. When Saturn moves into Aquarius on December 17th, it won't leave until March 17th of 2023. So it'll be there for a while and it will not return to Capricorn for another 29 years. Then on the 19th, Jupiter moves into Aquarius just a couple days later, and it will be there until December 28th of 2021. But something unusual is happening next year. Jupiter is our giver of gifts and good luck. It's going to dip into Pisces for a little while, and it's going to be there from May 13th to July 28th before completing the year in Aquarius. Mm -hmm. But for this coming year, what is going on for everyone. Aries is all about groups, associations, and networking. And with this, you're going to see people coming and going, maybe even a little bit eccentric at times, okay? Like meeting some unusual people that you've never met before. And you may also be deciding to end some relationships and learning some hard lessons about them. 
Taurus is going to be all about career and what you can do to improve it, getting seen by the right people. Uranus is in Taurus right now. So Taurus is going through a lot of changes as it is. So there's a lot of ups and downs for Taurus over the coming year. Gemini, spiritual outlook is a big thing here because I, I think the Geminis out there, and I'm not going to name any names, they really need to do some soul searching and, you know, get some new perspective on life. With cancer, it's all about other people's money. And this could have to do with literally anything. Your spouse could get a raise, they could lose their job. You know, you could want to apply for a home loan, or you could be handling um, an inheritance, you know, an estate over the coming year, but it's also affected by the things that are happening throughout the year. In other words, other aspects that are taking place when different things come up. Leo is going to be all about relationships. Relationships are going to be front and center really over the next three years with some hard learned lessons and why you Choose the people you choose, why you treat them the way you treat them, all kinds of things. Virgo, this is a, a this is one that they can deal with really well. It's about being healthier, uh, really streamlining your work routine, making things more efficient so that you're more productive. Sounds boring, but it is very Virgo. So I think that they can work well with that. Libra. It's all about romance, children, creativity, and babies. So that's a lot to deal with right there. But romance is something everybody always likes to know is going to be perhaps available to them. Scorpio, hmm, home and family. And with what's coming up, especially with Saturn right now, moving into Aquarius, it's going to make Scorpions want to really make their home be the home that they want. That may involve purchasing a new home, you know, saving the money to purchase a new home, all kinds of things like that. So Saturn's going to ask you to really, you know, figure out what it is that you want, as well as anything that may arise with family. Now, Sagittarius, hmm, communication is going to be a big, big thing. All right, big thing. Um, this is where you may may try things like this. You may go out and do new forms of communication, try out new social media, find new ways to reach your followers, your business contacts, things of that nature, more dealings with your siblings, and perhaps added, um, I want to say added routines to what you do on a daily basis, that type of thing, you know, like extra errands or whatever. Maybe your travel to work changes, that type of thing. Capricorn is all about your self-worth, how you feel about you, and your bottom line. And this is going to be a tricky one because at the same time that you're finding new opportunities, you're also going to be learning the value of them. And that's going to be a big deal for you. But within the next couple of years, you're going to be saying, hmm, all right, I've really made something of this. Now, Aquarius, hmm. I, I worry a little bit about the Aquarians with Saturn being there, but there is so much learning about the self 
that's going on. And really, I feel like you're being encouraged to be whoever you want to be. You can remake yourself into whoever you want to be. You want to be a star? Go for it. There, there's just so many things that are available in this coming year to Aquarius. As for Pisces, hmm, your time is not quite here. And I would call it a good time to research. If you've been kicking around an idea in the back of your mind of something that you'd like to do, you know, a, a new project or whatever, get everything together. You may be able to do some of it, those dates that I mentioned, what did I say, from March through July, you might get a taste of it early in 2021 and, you know, say, okay, you know, I really want to do that. So for the remainder of the year, take that time and really do the research necessary to make it be what you want it to be. So that's my little short version for the signs. Oh, wow, that's oh really comprehensive. I was writing mine down. <laughs> so I remember it. Other people's money. I like it. I like it. I'm going to make it all available on Patreon in my 2021 general tarot guidance overview. And I know mm -hmm. that the beginning of that before the tarot part is going to be very lengthy because there's a lot that I want to discuss that won't even be included in whatever we're talking about here. Now, we're not done with December, but it's important to talk about December because it's kind of like the segue into 2021, because as you can see, these major shifts with Jupiter and Saturn are important because they're setting up long-term energy. Then on the 21st, the sun moves into Capricorn, and that's our winter-summer solstice, and I'm a mm -hmm. big believer in the changing of the seasons. With the energy changes, I can always feel them. They feel very important to me. Now, on the same day, we have something that's happening that hasn't happened since the year 2000, all right? And it's the Jupiter conjunction with Saturn. This is happening at zero degrees. Zero degrees is like a whole fresh start, okay? It's the beginning of something. And if you read up, even from the astronomy point of view, these planets haven't been this close since 1623 all right so it's gonna be it's gonna be a while it'll be march 15th of 2080 before they come this close together again all right so this conjunction between jupiter and saturn it, it just i can't even i can't get the words out people are going to be choosing new paths in these coming months. Like, I don't think they have any idea. Like you, Katie, you said you had plans and you had goals and all these things. I don't think you know yet what you're going to do. There are some things that are coming up that are going to urge people to break out, especially with the Aquarius energy in play, because Aquarius is going to really make you want more. Aquarius likes freedom. So you know, there, there's a lot that's happening here. And I think that you'll see that people will be changing where you thought they were going one way and then they're going another. Now, to finish out December, things that I feel are important. This is just a little one for Christmas. On the 25th, Mercury is going to trine Uranus. And trines are, are nice things, okay, when two planets get together. And Mercury is kind of like the little kid brother of Uranus. So, 
the conversation is going to be unique, stimulating, maybe even some surprise, you know, connections thrown in there, whether someone contacts you out of the blue, um, you may come up with some, excuse me, some crazy ideas. Uh, you never know. It's just like, it's a very out of the blue electrifying energy. And I think that's great. I think we need that after the way this year has been. I just, I wrote down 1623. I feel like I need to look and see what was going on in 1623. You can look at different astrological occurrences and go back and see what happened. You know, um, we had a lot of things, not to digress, but like I mentioned, the Uranus is in Taurus. And Uranus stays in a sign for seven years. And previously, when it was in Taurus, we had things happen where there was great change to how we transacted with money. And of course, you can see that that is happening again now as we, you know, go to, you know, swipe your phone and do this and do that. And, you know, everything's electronic. So it, it all is connected. You can look historically and match it up with the astrology. It's always wow. interesting. And with like Bitcoin, with the, with the development of that cryptocurrency as well. Mm -hmm. That's all new. Um, yes, I'm still kicking myself because I would have been an early adopter. And then I was like, no, why be risky? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. Uh, that uh, this is all fascinating. I, I'm, do you have more for December? We didn't. We didn't even get to 2021 yet. I don't have a whole lot here. I tried to keep it simple for 2021, but mm -hmm. when we get into January, Uranus goes direct on the 14th. Okay, and you need to watch around that date. You know, give it a couple days either way. You usually see things happening with Mother Nature. Okay, um, you're, when Uranus gets involved. It, things go crazy sometimes, earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, things of that nature. But it also, at that time, it opens up a retrograde free period, which everyone always looks for. Now, we'll have two of them in 2021. It will, the first one will be from January 14th to January the 30th. And the next one will be from February 21st to April 26th. Other than that, the rest of the year, we will have you know, some retrogrades going on. The good news about 2021 is that Mars will not be retrograde. Yeah, that's that's a big deal. So why is that a big deal? Uh, for me, it is because it's your energy. And energetically, it's just more difficult to get things done and get them off the ground because Mars is just kind of sluggish and not up to full speed. So let me see here. We had... Ah, on the 14th of January, the sun will conjunct Pluto. And to me, I just kind of sometimes give keywords to signs. Like, you know, if the sun is the light and Pluto's the darkness in the underworld, then the sun is kind of like shining that light into, you know, this is a time of investigating, uncovering secrets. When we have, you know, things like that going on, we never know what's going to come out. We hear such crazy things in the news every day. So I, I think that's like a wild card right there. But then one of the big deals um, is Jupiter squaring with Uranus. And 
That's on the 17th. It won't happen again until September 10th of 2027. And remember I was said how I think people are going to start just like suddenly doing something different. You're going to see a lot of that around that time frame where people just, you know, do these things. But you have to you have to be careful if you are aware of it, I think, and not do something that's so risky that you wind up doing harm to yourself. You know, not physical harm, but just on your path that you, you know, cause yourself more problems than good. You could become involved with the wrong people, but yeah, it's just with Uranus, it's, it's so unexpected. It's out of left field. You're listening to Hey, You Know It with Jaquetta Sotmari and Katie Kazmier. We're telling you how it is and how it should be. Jupiter expands everything. It makes it bigger than life. And Uranus just says, oh, you think it's going to be that? Wait a minute. Hold my beer. And it just comes up with something total, totally unbelievable. <laughs> totally unbelievable. Don't wow. laugh at me. <laughs> no, I love the hold my beer. That's, that is, I don't know. That's funny to me. Well, that's, that's a perfect way of explaining yeah, it. But it is that way though. It's like you yeah. think, I have people tell me all the time, well, yeah, I'm going to do this and that's going to happen and that's going to happen. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you have to. You can plan to do it. You can plan for that. You have to just kind of go with the flow sometimes. Oh, yeah. Now there is something here and it's, you know, when you talk to people about next year, uh, me, I'm very optimistic. I think that there's a lot about it that is good. And then I think that then there are people who are dwelling on, on February 17th there's a square between Saturn and Uranus. And Saturn tends to make things really, really difficult. And Uranus just kind of, like I said, out of left field. And it's going to make this square three times next year. So it's gonna carry us into 2021 with the energy. Um, It'll be February 17th, June 14th, and December 24th. And it's not going to happen again until 2043. And this is one of the things that I'm not going to talk about here tonight, but I will go into more in my general tarot guidance overview, because this is one of the ones that historically matches up with times that were economically devastating to people. And that's the part that bothers me the most about next year, is that we are going to see that widespread you know, it's just, it's not going to be pretty. It's a lot of what I was looking at on the news today with the long lines of people needing food and, you know, people being out of work and that type of thing. And yet I feel so positive about what's coming. So I think in if you combine the two with all the Aquarius energy that will be available to us, Aquarius is the humanitarian. And I'm really hoping that that is what it is, is that you know, the Aquarius, Aquarius energy brings out the humanitarian in everyone and, you know, lets them get out there and help one another and be a society, you know, that gets along. That would be my hope for 2021 and 2022, because this, this feeling is going to continue into that following year. So, well, I hope so. I hope there is 
we start coming together as a as a nation instead of being so divided and like i'm thinking about like back in when we had 911 and how everybody came together and everybody helped each other and we had this this you know event and it, it it was terrible but it brought out the best in a lot of people and it seems like right now we're still so divided with this whole event with the pandemic so do you think that maybe there'll be this shift? This is what you're saying that you're hoping for? Well, there are days that I don't have much hope for those who don't seem to care about others. But those who do, perhaps sometimes maybe the love and the kindness can overcome. Okay. We can we can only hope with that, to be honest with you. But we'll we'll see what's going on. We have... See, energetically, in some ways, it's a much lighter year next year. This year, there's actually a total of seven eclipses in 2020. We have two that were remaining at the end of the year, one on November the 30th, and then this one here that I mentioned that you know kicks off this podcast on December 14th. And typical year only has four. 2021, there will only be four. We'll have two in Sagittarius, one lunar, one total solar, and we'll have an annular solar eclipse in Gemini, and we're going to have one in Taurus, which means that next up will be eclipses between Taurus and Scorpio coming in 2022. So that'll be something interesting to talk about. I thought there were a lot of uh, eclipses and things this year because it, it seemed like they just kept coming up. But I also remember at the beginning of this year thinking, wow, the moon is really in my face all the time uh, in 2020. <laughs> it seemed like there's been a lot of moon. We, there, we saw some super moons. I don't know. I feel like, you know, all of these different kinds of moons. There were two moon, two full moons. Was it last month or two months ago? Um, October. October, we had two full moons. Yeah. We've had three super moon full moons this year and three super moon new moons. And That's I think a lot, it was right? Yeah, March, okay. April, and May were the full moons. And then September, October, and November were the new moons. So to try to put to explain 2020, it was it just this perfect storm of things like Pluto? I think Pluto was in retrograde, right? Um, Pluto retrogrades every year, but way back, and I have to actually go back in order to, because my my planets are getting jumbled in my head now, back on January 12th, and I spoke about this in my general overview that I do for the year, Saturn conjunct Pluto. It's the kind of thing that only happens like every 34 years, and as I said, Saturn can make things difficult. It can test you to your limits. Pluto is transformation. So it isn't pretty. And that's what 2020 has been. It hasn't been pretty. It's forced transformation. It's forced us to change so many things, the way we do things. And it didn't just happen on January 12th and then it was done. It's, it has affected this entire year. And you've seen all this that's going on. And then, of course, we had in, let's see, the final one, there were three meetups, was in November. Uh, let me 
me see. Is there anything? Jupiter conjuncted Pluto. And Katie, you may remember me mentioning this, all right? That if Jupiter expands everything and blows everything up, and if Pluto was the coronavirus, when did it just go out of control? Right. Right, around, right around November the 12th. So it isn't going to be until it gets, you know, past this mid-December time frame where those two planets start moving a little further away from each other and it begins to subside a little bit. And then we'll have the good news with, you know, the vaccines actually being ready and that type of thing and, you know, protecting our healthcare workers. So, you know, we'll start to see progress on that front. But, you know... There's so much that's setting itself up right now that it's it's mind-boggling to me. I thought that Jupiter is the giver of gifts. So I was like, oh, here comes Jupiter. So it, that's going to be is, a present. It, it is. And it, on a personal level, it it may give you a gift and, you know, transform your life. I didn't say Jupiter conjunct Pluto was going to be, you know, negative on a personal level. But in regard to the coronavirus, that's how it's been associated with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do, I do remember, I know you said you don't remember a lot of the things that you say in your readings, but back in the beginning of 2020, you started saying like in February, um, get everything in order and make a list and get everything done before March 13th. Because once March 13th hits, everything is going to move very, very quickly. And you'll want to have everything ready. Oh, wow. <laughs> and okay. I was like, because I just went through different notes that I had and like my lists of to-dos. And I was like, oh, I had everything ready. And that's when everything shut down. Oh, that's right. Yeah, March, uh, that weekend was, it? I remember now. It was like yeah. the last brunch, the last going out. Yeah, yeah that Around was it time. when everything shut yeah, down. Yeah, Friday the 13th, recorded. I think. Yeah, to go home. And that's when it all started and everything. Yes, it did move very quickly. And another thing you said was um, in the spring, you were talking about people being in the streets. And you said it wasn't necessarily a celebration. It had a more somber tone to it, but it was going to be a good thing. Hmm. And okay. all the protests. I know. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> When it comes to um, reading for people, many people just want to hear like this preconceived, she's going to tell me that he loves me and he's going to come back. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's all they want to hear. And if you don't say that and you start talking about something else, maybe that doesn't even have to do with a guy. They're like, well, she'll know what she's talking about. You know what I'm saying? They, they have set in their mind that this is the story like they already know what's going to happen you just have to tell them what they're telling you is going to happen do you know what i'm saying and like because so this is how being annoyed how clients or are coming the clients are coming to you in a different way now uh and they just want the confirmation of what they think is going to happen as opposed to actually listening to your read too many people are, are guilty of it you know, they'll, they'll get a reading and they'll totally ignore what the reading says because in their mind, it's supposed to happen a certain way. And something we were talking about a little while ago 
you know, struck that chord with me as well. It just doesn't always go according to plan. And readings work the same way. The cards sometimes want to tell you other things that turn out to be more important. Not mm -hmm. specifically, maybe you're banging your head against the wall about a certain guy or girl or whatever. And it's just not that way, you know, to get people to listen to them and to pay attention to what they're saying is not that easy all the time. That's in the personal ones. It's not like when you're mm -hmm. listening to the subscription ones. Those people are there. They're taking it all in and they're understanding and putting it into the context of their own life. But when you do a mm -hmm. personal one, people already feel that they should know. Like I had someone say to me one time, um, I have seven different people who read for me. And then I just picked the one that said what I liked the best. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm serious. Okay, it doesn't matter. Father. Doesn't matter how right you are. If that's not what they want to hear, then you didn't do it right. <laughs> and wow. there's a question here about, you know, something that annoys you. And I think that would have to be it. Is people who ask you and then don't listen. You know, it was like, but I already told you. Oh, yeah. Oh, you did say that. Okay, that kind of thing. And I have people that I've gone over this, like, I don't know how many times with them, you know, where I've said it, and then we have to go back and have the conversation over again. So, but yeah, that's one of the most frustrating things is people who don't pay attention and just have this preconceived notion of what it should be about, or they try to twist your words into meaning what they want it to mean. That's dangerous. <laughs> It's just plain dangerous. I'm yeah. not surprised that people do that, but it's still, you know, they're coming to you and asking for, you know, for your reading. And then they're still like, no, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Cause they're, they just want that validation for the answer yeah. that they want and they want somebody else to. Right. They just it. want, they just want to hear what they want it to be. And it doesn't really work that way. Well, I thank you so much. Unlike some of your the people you've read for, I'm going to accept every single thing you said. <laughs> and I, okay. and I, sincerely, I sincerely am believing that that's what 21, 2021 is going to be like because yeah. I like it. Yes. So, yes. Thank you so much for being here, Cecilia. I really yeah. enjoy your work. Um, and if our listeners are looking for you, how can they find you? Well, I'm just about everywhere. First, I want to say thank you for having me. This was enjoyable for me. Um, I'm everywhere. I started off on Facebook, but as you know, Facebook just isn't that friendly with people anymore, which is why I started moving to many of the other platforms. And you can find different types of readings or, you know, posts on the different ones. I'm on Instagram. I'm on YouTube. Uh, of course, I'm on Podbean and I'm on every other podcast provider that's out there. And I'm on TikTok and I'm getting ready to do some new things there in another week or so. And yeah, pretty much everywhere. My pa and I, yeah, and I was going to say, and Patreon is the one when Facebook started letting people down. And it used mm -hmm. to be that my monthly love and finance, which was my big, you know, video that I put out every month. To, in, the, in the tens of thousands of people were getting to see it. 
Well, it got to the point where a thousand people couldn't see it because they wouldn't let anybody see it. They, they just really have ruined their own platform. So I started looking for places to put it. And the only places that I could find were ones where, you know, you had to pay. So I have two different ones that are subscription platforms and I pay to be on both of them. And then part of that is, you know, passed along to, you know, the subscribers. So there's Patreon, which has a variety of videos on there. And it has all of my big videos, which I don't do everywhere else. And then when you go on Facebook, if you click on the words use app at the top of my page, it will take you to my members only area that you can join. You can get on there for a dollar for the first month just to try it out, even if you want to know more about what kind of videos are on Patreon and when you use that as a trial period. But that doesn't include all the videos that Patreon does. So, and after that, I yeah. think it's twelve ninety nine. But mm -hmm. yeah. And also, if you just Google Tarot by Cecilia, Tarot by Cecilia will appear. Yeah, check them out. And thank you so much, Cecilia, for spending time with us. Oh, thank you. Right. This is fantastic. I think this was a great show. Thank you for listening to Hey You Know It. Stay in touch with us during the week. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Tumblr. Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on an upcoming show regardless of content. As always, we love your emails. Send us an email at heyyouknowit at gmail.com with your comments, questions, and segment ideas. Emails will also be read on upcoming shows. Please tell your friends about us because you know we don't advertise. And let them know we can be found on iTunes at stitcher.com and at heyyouknowit.com. Thanks. <laughs>